Welcome to Conversations With, a brand new podcast series brought to you by 87. Throughout this series, we will discuss topics that both interest and affect us, topics that sometimes we don't have the opportunity to speak about. Conversations With, because if we don't have them, who will? Welcome to 87, this special episode where we are delighted to introduce you to the CEOs of Butterbox a African-inspired brand that brings you a delectable selection of snacks that take you back to childhood, take me back to childhood. It is my pleasure to introduce you to... Maureen. Welcome, welcome. And her sister... Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Maureen, I'll start with you. Would you like to introduce yourself? (laughs) Sure. Properly? Sure. So my name is Maureen, if you already know that. Um, I'm the last born, so this is my older sister. Um, I'm currently working full time, so all of this is all part time. I'm doing this, so we'll talk about this later. So I currently work um, nine to five in a digital agency, digital marketing agency, and I'm the account handler um, there. So all the skills I'm actually learning on my day job, I'm kind of applying it to my business, which is fantastic. Hey, I mean, yeah. let your nine to five work for you. Yes, that's what it's in doing. In more than one way. Yeah. And Jacqueline? Hmm. My name is Jacqueline. Um, I work as well. Uh, I had a brand marketing and corporate comms uh, division in some place. Um, yeah, so I've done this for a while. Marketing, we sell stuff um, and build brands. So it's fun to do this yeah before we ask you the first question just because we like to get to know you and it's always great when whoever's watching can identify with you in one way yeah. could you share a quirk about you something weird i'll give you an example like, <laughs> I literally, I'm gonna sound like... my cousin woke me up one day she was like who are you talking to i was like what do you mean she's like you were laughing in your sleep and i was like really she was like you were, you laughed loud enough to wake me up wow so i'm always laughing and apparently i laugh in my sleep as well so that's one quirk about me. I, I, I think I love because I was like, what was I dreaming about? Like, I mean, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy if we do it opposite. Sure. So you do me first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she was always the child that went to bed at 7 p.m. Okay. She's the only person that I know as a child that will get ready and go to bed on their own accord. I've never seen any other person in my life um, as a child just pack up in the evening and go to bed. Mm. And so she's an early bird, but it's it's weird. Most kids uh, corralled, caned, coerced. She was never like that. Fascinating. So were you one of those children that Auntie used to call an old woman. You know how you give birth to <laughs> I think I'm still out. Oh, wow. I'm in bed by nine. Fabulous. Fabulous. Oh, girl. So, <laughs> it's really weird. I think, like, we're both the same, but, like, the age gap is ridiculous. I, I find that weird already. Do you so. mind sharing the age gap? No. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. joking. Okay. Don't share. <laughs> Just in case you're about to. Um, but I was going to say, it's like, it's like we're like again we're two different generations but we are actually the same in the sense of what I'm thinking she's already thinking it and vice versa so it's just like how is that with such a massive age gap between us mm. how we're almost living in each other's I wouldn't say bodies but you, you know what I mean like we're almost the same but very very different 
So I think the quirk is that is that she just thinks the same way as I do and vice versa, like in terms of business ideas and we're going in the same directions, which is, I think, why we make a really good um, partner. Yeah. Fabulous. So Butterbox, how, how did that come about? What gave you the idea? I mean, people always say that keep your girl right down your small idea somewhere because you never know when that will become profitable. How did the whole Butterbox idea come about? So I used to live in Nigeria many moons ago. So 2018, um, 2016, I think. When did I move back? 16. 16, thank you. Um, so I moved to Nigeria um, in 2008 and then moved back to the UK 2016. Mm-hmm. And when I moved back, a lot of people kept asking me, can you snacks? How do we get snacks? Um, can you send us snacks? And I was like, okay, I didn't realise there's such a big market for it here. So I'm like, you can literally, you know, go anywhere and buy it. I didn't really realise that lots of people wanted snacks. So then rather than me use my own money to go and buy snacks. So when I used to buy it in Nigeria and bring them here, kind of just started charging my friends and family. And I realized this is actually a really good business and people actually want this and mm. people willing to pay. And that's how kind of Butter came along. I spoke to my sister, I was like, look, this is what people, mm. my friends in the UK keep asking me, can you now send me stuff? And you know, that's kind of how it, it grew and it got bigger and bigger. Fabulous. Um, so how did you move that idea? Because obviously people have ideas. <laughs> People are always dreaming dreams about yeah. business ideas. How did you move that from like your mind to this idea to an actual business? What was the process? I think for me, it didn't leave me. So that's number one. It kept like, I kept thinking about it. I was sleeping and I was thinking about it. I'd be going to work and be thinking about it. And it just never left me. So I think that's one thing. I think if you have an idea or you're passionate about something that just you can't shift it or it doesn't leave you, tell someone about it. I told all my sisters, I told my friends and family, and when I, when I told my sister, it kind of like clicked. Oh, that's great, Maureen. Let's let's do it. And we were vibing off each other. Mm. So if anyone has any ideas and, you know, they can't get it out of their head, it's not shifting. Tell someone about it. Out of all the people you tell, there'll be one person that, actually, that's a great idea. And can, you kind of feed it off each other. And yeah. Can I just say for the people who will watch this and think, okay, I have an idea. I'm going to go and tell somebody. Please note that she told her sister. Yeah. She didn't go and tell somebody. No, go and do her idea. idea. That's exactly it. Please be mindful yeah. of that. Don't say you watched an eight seven interview and they told you to go and tell somebody. <laughs> Your and idea. They stole the idea. That's please exactly yeah. Be disclaimer. We don't take ownership of that at all. So please tell somebody that you trust. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Butterbox. I mean, obviously I'm Nigerian, so I understand the whole Ajay Butter flow. Yeah. And they call you Ajay Butter. And it's, I got completely got that vibe. As in, so in Nigeria, when you call somebody an Ajay Butter, they're a bit pampered. They're spoiled. It's a, it's a privileged thing. Yeah. So where did the whole, where did the name come from? Is that where it has its roots? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So we... We're just thinking about different names and also playing with the domain, (laughs) the domain generator to to help us. uh, um, But we had a a list, a whole list. um, But I think because we worked on brands, we wanted to also um, choose a name that really tells a story of who we are. Um, and, um, And we looked at, well, they're always calling her I never quite fit in. Yeah. See, if you're Nigerian and you're watching this, you're like, oh, I was. Co-. It's a good thing to be a Jebota and Michelle Bush. I loved but it. Can we please carry on? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, so we, we just thought, okay, a Jebota, and, um, you know, we just played around, obviously, with, with that whole concept. Um, and and Bota Books, in essence, is really for. Um, because Ajebota on one on one 
in one sense is referring to probably the person you're, you're, you're talking about, but in another sense, it's also referring to the other, um, you know, the outsider mm. um, child, as it were. So if you look at it from that perspective, um, the whole of diaspora or black people who uh, have African origins also uh, butter. Mm. They're also precious and they're also, um, you know, so that whole concept. And we thought, okay, cool, let's go with it. Fabulous. So the people who are watching this and thinking, I have an idea, I've told somebody and we want to start as these women have. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how would you advise them to start? So they've told somebody, they've written it down. <clears throat> what's the next step? Especially for young black women who are living in the UK and think, I want to be like them. I want to do what they're doing. Yeah. Without obviously selling your secret. But yeah. what's, how would they go about doing that? The best business people and this is just my own experience but i think to be a good business person you you should have worked um for a good business yourself right so the background is very important um i get a lot of young people who are just out of uni or you know um, barely out of uni and they want to start a business i personally don't recommend that because I think, yeah, I think that what makes um, me and what makes us, you know, do what we do well is the wealth of experience that we got on our professional side right. that we put into what we do. Right. So I, I, I always discourage people. I think you have to do your time before you start exploring the world of business. But that's just my personal opinion. So if it was a young person who's barely out of uni, not much work experience, mm-hmm. I will tell them, go and look for the best company you can work for and do your time. And then in a couple of years when you've acquired, because there's a lot of things that about business um, and about building a brand that you cannot learn from school. You right. can only Real learn You can only learn about it on the job. Yeah. Um, between I and her, we've worked on more than 50 brands so wow. you you, wow. you 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 know so we bring all that to what we do now mm. um so so that would just be my my but if it was someone that we thought okay um is ready i would say you have to plan if you don't plan to succeed you you know you, you can't get off the you cannot get off the ground but i think that you should um do your research, look at your competition, understand what they do, understand who's the best in the field mm. that you want to, or sector that you're, you're trying to introduce a product. You need to do some research, understand, um, you know, who is your potential customer? What do they like? There's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes, I think, um, before you can actually present something. Mm. But, um, you know, look at your competition, mm. do your research about your market, um, and have some thought about financing and how that may work. Are you going to finance yourself? Are you going to get it from family? Are you going to go get a loan? So there are a couple of things. Um, but there are tons of resources online as well for small businesses. I would suggest that you you go through those resources before you take any step. Yeah. That was really in-depth. 
Thanks for sharing. Our next question is to shake things up. Obviously, <laughs> I'm Nigerian, and so are you. Uh, what part of Nigeria are you from? Where are we from? <laughs> Ibo State. We're Ibo. We're Ibo. Yes. Uh, I'm Ibo as well, which is probably why I, I, I kind of am able to identify in some things. Yeah. Um, in terms of working, obviously, your sisters. Yeah. And in the Igbo culture, there's a lot of emphasis on respecting your elder. Like, I can't even call my brother by his name. Um, it's wow. always bro, this, or if you're older than me in some way, I can't call you by your name. So mm-hmm. there's a respect element. Right. How is it working with your sister? Because I was saying whilst we were pre- preparing the background, yeah. I worked with my brother and we almost came to... My, by the way, my brother's a giant literal giant he's like six seven he's built like a house <laughs> and imagine me <laughs> but it got to that point but because i had a yes um i do subscribe to the Igbo culture where you respect your elders and everything else but there's a part of me that's the the the, the english part of me mm-hmm. is like no 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 respect is earned and all of that so how do you work with your sister your especially as you said that there's quite a gap between the yeah. both of you how do you make it work I think that um, she had alluded to some of it in earlier. We we think alike, um, and that helps. We work in the same space in terms of the same sector. Uh, right. We're marketers, yeah. um, and then we worked actually in the same company yes, before. In Nigeria. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and the other businesses as well. So Good. We've worked okay. in other businesses, and yeah. yes, and this is our uh, our second um, okay. uh, attempt at, at business. So, yeah, okay. but I think that at the heart of it, to be honest, because we are similar creatures and um, we work in the same type of space, I've had I'm having a ball. Yeah, because I, I have a partner who I don't have to interpret or reinterpret. You know, because sometimes most partnerships, uh, the co-founder is strong in something else and the other one is in another thing. And so there's sometimes tension because you're trying to explain. I don't have to explain to her. She gets it. it. She sees exactly what I see um, and she finishes my sentences on ideas. So... And because I'm younger, the generations also change as well. So she Mm -hmm. may say something like, well, the generation now on the UK market we're doing this now and this is what's selling so you need to bring me this product kind of thing mm, right you win in every set. yeah that's fabulous yeah, yeah so so yeah it's great I, I can't no complaints would you recommend other people working with family members okay especially so especially where you have because obviously it's it's easier if you were both english and you have an idea about what respect yeah. is yeah compared to the nigerian way of thinking where the elder person's always right regardless mm-hmm. of what it is that they're saying would you recommend <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend that is a very traditional setting yeah. um i i do not rec- recommend anyone being partners with someone that they cannot freely express themselves mm. That defeats the whole right. purpose. So whether they're a family that you love to death or they're friends, it, it, you know, if you're not able to get your ideas across. Because I think that one of the things that kills small businesses or small partnerships is that um, there's something new called, well, it's not that new, but um, it might be new for some people, called agile thinking, where you you make changes in whatever it is, plans, 
as they happen in real time. Mm -hmm. To be able to be a company that is ready for the future, digital, whatever, you really have to be working at the speed of light in an agile sense. And you're not going to be able to do that if you have these constraints of whether it's respect, culture, all these things. It'll be difficult and your company will not go as fast as you need it to go yeah. to be successful. So you really need to work with someone who there are no barriers. Right. I can call her at 2 a.m. and say this, and she can call me at 4 and yeah. say, I mean, it's it just, it, we just, it's fluid. Yeah. How does, um, how do you have a, bound, a healthy boundary relationship within this business um, partnership? It's very, to be honest, she, she's very English. <laughs> So the boundaries are there, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't know. And then, yeah. To be I, honest, whenever she doesn't live in the UK, obviously. So, so the timing is already yes, different. Yes, so different. So when I call her, we talk about work probably first mm-hmm. and then life afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're really like, first of all, what's happening with butter? But other than, mm-hmm. you know, I think we kind of have a balance of both, to be yeah, quite honest. Yeah, we have a balance. But I think we both are so passionate about butter that we actually want to talk about butter first and then what's going on in our life second. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of answers it. Yeah. The reason I ask is obviously when people have businesses, yeah. boundaries just go out the window yeah. and people are not cognizant of the effects mm-hmm. of boundaryless. Yeah. So I guess it works because your sisters and you're so similar because like, you would both operate in a similar way. way anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think <laughs> part part of it comes from also um, because we have sim we worked we work in a sim in the same sector and the ways in which you 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 function um, so um, you you learn and that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I said that there's some things you cannot learn from school mm-hmm. you've got to work you've got to work it in out to understand how you create boundaries right. so so within marketing you could either be the client or you could be the agency and when you're on the agency side it's different because your client could call you at 2am yeah. and say hey you wow. know yeah, I, I'm on the client side right and so you know so it gets so those experiences teach you about boundaries because mm-hmm. first of all if if for example you're on the agency side mm-hmm. you have to create certain boundaries or not yeah. with with clients um because they feel like because they pay for your service they have They're access to you anytime yes. right so you, I, when you begin to learn how to curb those excesses then it's easy to transfer that into your own yeah. business and yeah. stuff. And we actually have weekly meetings that are timed to a calendar. Uh, so we, we try to bring some of those in um, and, and yeah, so it, it works. I noticed on your Instagram page that you just recently completed or finished a partnership with Netflix. Yeah. And you are also part of the UK Black Business, business Week. Yeah. Did tell us more? How did that come about? How did it feel? I mean, I saw the post, I was like, yeah! We were all, <laughs> we were all very excited when uh-huh. it came through. Yeah. And this just goes to show that you don't know who your customers are. Right. I am the one in the base here, so I'm the one packing the boxes. I got an order from a customer and I packed the box the same way I would pack anyone's box, right. your box, whoever it is. 
And the same love and attention that I gave your box, I gave to that customer. Mm. And she happened to work at Netflix and she happened to then just connect us to the right people. Mm. And, and that's how it came about. That's, they emailed us. I thought it was a scam. I was like, have you seen this email? She's just like, yeah, but it's, you know, so we had to be able to dig some digging, check the name, make sure that, you know. But in the end, it's just like, it just goes to show that anyone can be your customer. I think that's the moral of a story that I learned yeah. that anyone, whoever it is, a person on the street, I could walk out today, out there and just start talking to someone about business, they could be your customer, treat everyone the same. Mm. Um, and I think by me doing that and treating her the same, she, you know, she liked the service. She even posted and I reposted it mm. and she just connected us and yeah, Netflix emailed us. Yeah. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. Buster <laughs> Box treats everyone like a VIP. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we do. Oh, fabulous. Yes. Yeah. Um, what was your experience like working with Black Business Week? Because obviously we tend to find that during October, a lot of businesses are open to working with Black creators, black businesses. Yeah. What was that like, especially from a Nigerian perspective? Because I understand that Maureen is based yeah. in the UK, but you're, Everywhere. to you, every day is Black History Month, <laughs> yeah. because that's how, <laughs> right. But to people here, that's not the case. How yeah. was that experience for you both? Yeah, so um, I actually went to the event. Um, so I Michael saw. and Raphael are amazing. Shout out to them, they are absolutely amazing. Ooh. What they're doing is amazing. I felt empowered. Um, mm. I felt empowered, I was motivated. I, so many words, I was emotional at one hand, like just meeting so many people that are in the same space as you. It was okay. just like, it's fantastic. I can't remember the numbers, there was at least 2,000 people there. Even, even, like even, okay. even more. Um, the event itself was well planned. I think mm. they were really organized, the venue, everything from, you know, we were getting emails before the planning was on point, the venue, every, everything was just shout out guys. They did an amazing job. Um, so yeah, I think it was, it was really, it was just amazing. It was a really good experience. Um, you know, you probably have it all the time in Nigeria to be fair. But when I went, I think even just networking people, people like have the same experience of you. Oh yeah, you know, I have a full-time job, but I'm doing the same thing, mm -hmm. trying to build my business. Da, da, da. And it was just nice speaking to people and telling them about my business. They were passionate about theirs and exchanging numbers and vice versa. So. Yeah, it was a really, really good experience. You know, I, I think that um, those sort of events are very crucial. Right. They help um, entrepreneurs, black creators, black business, small business people to come together and also learn from each other. Right. And it also, in some ways, empowers the community because when you see your people right. all in one place, yeah. doing their thing, yeah. um, you know, selling their brand uh, or whatever it is they do, um, there's a sense of, there's great energy. Yeah. So I think it's, imp it's an important work that should continue. Mm -hmm. There's so many, um, so many moments, I think. But just in t for me, it, in terms of dealing with the, the, the people behind the scenes. So just like you said, behind the scenes people, you know, the people that send the emails, mm -hmm. that, you know, pick up the boxes or whatever it is. Um, I think those those were were really crucial and very key um, in terms of of the impact. So we, we enjoyed the experience. Yeah. Same thing with you know Netflix as well. Fantastic. I mean, sometimes you think that um, you, you tend to be overwhelmed because you think oh, this company is too big or mm. whatever. And then when you meet the people, they're just like everyday people, mm. totally relaxed, totally cool, totally yeah. at ease with. And that was also a very um, nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I saw your post about the elevator pitch. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> just 
for for the sake of this interview, yeah. you're talking to a young black woman mm -hmm. who has a wonderful idea or who has a business already in progress, mm -hmm. and you want her to pitch her idea to you. How would you recommend that she does this? Or how would you pitch Butterbox to a random stranger who you weren't even aware was the head of Google or something? For me, um, like we've always said, Butterbox is a gift, right? So it's a gift. That's that's what we are. We're in the business of gifting. Mm -hmm. um, and we're in the business of gifting culture, um, heritage, um, you know, a different experience. In fact, our tagline is gift something different, mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, if you come from that perspective and you're looking for something else, something different, not perfume, not shoes, not socks, not clothes, not things, but you're trying to enrich someone's life um, a different way with, a, with an experience of Africa, I think then we are the ones for you. Obviously, um, I'm a fan. Like, I've had people ask me, do you have shares in this thing? Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it as I like. <laughs> um, And I think one of the main reasons why I'm so excited is I love black women. Unapologetically, I love. And I see two sisters doing their thing, two Igbo sisters. Hey, I'm, yes, I'm partial. I don't apologize for that. <laughs> um, and I love, obviously, the first Butterbox I received, I still remember how I felt. And my whole thing is ensuring that everybody feels the same when I send them water box. And this, which is probably why I send it to particular friends, because I want them to feel valued at the time that I send it. Mm -hmm. And a big thing for me is opening up the box. I mean, you guys, and this is even, I'm not, this is not a sales pitch. Like if you can, when you can, order a butter box. And if you don't feel special, call me. That's a chilly guarantee. And when I open one of your boxes, Every single time. I mean, I have a subscription and I've opened a few boxes. <laughs> and yet still, every time I get a box, I still like, oh. <laughs> I still sort of, I'm like, oh, I'm so special. Somebody loves me. <laughs> I'm trying to eat my, my goodies. And I love, love, love how you put the whole thing together. And every single time I said it to my friends, it's always the same thing. We were saying this before we started filming. It's about how butter makes you feel. Mm -hmm. When you open a butter box, it's that feeling of value where mm -hmm. you feel, where, when I say you, I mean the customer or the recipient yeah. feels like they're thought of, mm -hmm. they're, they're, somebody loves them somewhere. Yeah. And I love how you communicate that without being present in the room. Yeah. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about Butterbox. It's it's just everything. So I always say thank you for that. <laughs> thank because you. Because I love thank the you. boxes. Thank you. Thank and you. every time I'm like, oh, I'm in my Butterbox. I mean, okay. like, that's that's gorgeous. That's thank gorgeous. You. Thank you. When somebody talks about Butterbox, what do you want them to think of you? Obviously, I've just <laughs> broken down how I felt. Yeah. <sighs> You really do feel special, guys. <laughs> but that's what I want. When you when somebody receives a butter box, how do you want them to feel? When somebody says or that talks about butter box somewhere, what do you want the conversation to be? What one word do you want people to associate with butter box? African excellence. It's two words, but I think that's really what I I I would like people to take out of it. I think that, like I said, we are 
trying to to communicate a lot of things through food and for us it's um you know the way the world is now everyone is so um it's a global village you know so we're we're african but then we're also from other places the caribbean americas and different places and i think the the one thing one of the things that we connect on is food you know mm. um there's music and that's having its own impact mm-hmm. uh, there's language and and food is i think one of those major pillars for connection and so for us um snacks are a very non um complex way mm. of connecting with your roots so even beyond what we're we're doing with you know um people who already know the snacks mm. um, i i think that um w- where we would like to go is where the snacks are uh are also helping people reach out to their culture yeah so so that's that's the big take out for us you 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 said earlier that you both have a 9 to 5 and this is something you in addition to mm-hmm. your 9 to 5 how do you handle that it's hard I think for me I'm driven and passionate and I think that's definitely the two things you need to have if you want to start your own business you need to have the drive um I work I don't always go to bed at 9 anymore <laughs> but the dream is to go to bed at 9 but yeah you do I come back um from work 6 7 o'clock I still continue working working on the website working on Instagram posting aligning posts you know copy whatever it is designing stuff I also design my other secret talent is like <laughs> I designed everything the website the packaging wow. the branding and that I was able to do that because I've I work with brands and I see brand guidelines all the time I know what's in the brand guideline I know what is required and know what people are looking at I know what colors um pop out to people so I have that creativity so as well as doing my 95 and working as butter I do with the creatives and all the designs as well so I think what drives me on this is is the passion i want this business to succeed i want to do this full time so um it's not easy at all um there's times that you're processing orders god knows 1 2 in the morning or i'm working on the website 2 3 in the morning and i've got work i'm up at 6 or 7 to go to work the next day so drive um and passion is definitely what keeps me going thank you jack i think that you have to you have to plan you have to plan um i i try or organize plan organize same word but i try to to organize my mind um and to say okay i'll give this certain time frame well monday to thursday monday to friday 9 to 5 you're kind of at this day work but the thing is that the other work also comes through you know <laughs> either your partner or you get meals or phone calls and stuff but i think you you need to have in your mind um the quantity of work that is needed for both jobs and and find a way to demarcate you know right. to set aside the time to say okay um on sunday or what not or after work for the next 3 hours i'm going to focus on this so that's kind of how um i i i tend to do it um 9 to 5 i just focus on that 9 to 5 and then when that's done you take off that hat and put on the butter hat and continue yeah would you have imagined 10 years ago that this would be what you were doing no 
No, but no. definitely working for myself or doing my business or entrepreneur, something like that. Yes, but yeah. but, but but not, not the specific. No. Yes. Yeah. Would you like to share advice that anyone's given you that's helped you with the butter journey or something that you remember that stayed with you? That has positively contributed to butter. I would say for me, it, it's um, is is the total experience of my work and work ethics. I think, like she said, you have to be. There's a certain kind of person that can, you know, um, see a business, you know, from infancy to maturity, and then keep on at it is a certain type of individual. Um, but I think for me, the best training I got really, and that's why I don't recommend people who haven't worked for people to go into business, is is, is work, where I've worked and what I've done. Um, until you have that experience, um, you know, having a client call you at three and saying, oh, I was in this nightclub and our brand was not there or it was like this or you know and you have to go and fix it at that time because they're there and they want it fixed yeah. <laughs> you know if you haven't had that kind of experience it's going to be very difficult for you to 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 do your own thing um, there are other experiences but what i'm saying is that it pushes you your clients push you to be perfect, yeah. to deliver perfection for them for the price they're paying you to do. Right. So until you've had that fire on your butt, as Americans say, it's very difficult for mm. you to to get that fire for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you've seen perfection, um, and depending on how, how long you've worked or you know how many projects you've done, um, over and over again, that trains you in a certain way, mm -hmm. the way you think, the way in which you, you, you execute, the way in which, you know, it trains you on so many levels. So you bring that to your own thing. So for me, that's, that's been the blessing. Yeah. I, I'm just applying what I've learned from the school of life, of real life work to, yeah. to my stuff. Yeah. And to be honest, um, there's a reason why certain brands are over a hundred years old. Mm -hmm. there's just, there's, I mean, I don't, and I say this with all due, I'm not trying to be, you know, there's a reason why certain brands are over a hundred years old. They're fanatical about what mm -hmm. they do. They mm -hmm. are driven, they kick, Everybody, anything, you know, do you understand? Yeah. And so when you are, when you've worked for, for people or brands that mm. are crazy yeah. <laughs> like that, then you take on, yes, you then know. Yeah. yeah. So then it's different. So, so I think that that's, that's it for me really. Yeah. Mm. That's what helps. Cool. Maureen, thank you. I think it ties into a lot of what my sister said. I think feedback. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I love <laughs> She is number one person that always gives me feedback. Even when it's not so bad. Yeah. Good, bad. I think people are too sensitive. Um, and I think sometimes that's why it's going to affect your business. Mm. We are so open to feedback, negative or positive, because guess what? We're reactive, like she said. Mm. When you tell me something, I send it to her and we react. Mm. We don't wait on it, we react. People should take feedback I mean, I, when I was at university, 
we had to literally do pitches. So I was I did design at university. We literally had to get up on stage in front of class of 30, 60 people and pitch our designer idea. And everyone came for you. <laughs> so mm -hmm. for me, it's just like, I think I just built up a, a tough skin from that, from my experience. And when I get feedback now, I think it's great. I love, I love it. This sounds really weird. I love feedback. It's like, oh, we didn't think of that. Oh, we can approve that. So I think number one is feedback. And for two, I think it's just passion and drive again, which is what I said and which is what my sister touched on. If you haven't got passion or if you haven't got drive or you mentioned love of food, if you don't love what you're doing, you're not going to want to go out, leave your house at three in the morning to go <laughs> fix whatever the client saw <laughs> and do it. So I think passion um, drive, you have to love what you're doing. Otherwise, it's 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 not going to work out. How can people find you? I mean, they've heard about butter. They've heard about your passion. Yeah. They've heard that it's good. Listen. <laughs> they know all of this how can people find you so we are at butterbox.com uh -huh. and that's our website and our instagram is butterbox no butter full stop box on instagram and facebook fabulous thank you so much for coming we appreciate having thank you, you for having us eight seven butter you know it's a partnership yes <laughs> yes 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 thank you both thank very you. much thank you thank you for listening to this episode of conversations with we would love to hear your thoughts on what we discussed today and may maybe you have a differing view to us. So please do let us know if you're watching on YouTube, drop it in the comments. And if you're listening on audio, if you are on Instagram, you can DM us at 87.uk. If you are on Twitter, you can reach us at, at 87uk and just let us know your thoughts. Thanks again for listening and see you again next time.